welcome to MMA Minutes. I'm your host, Mike Galesic. We have a lot of stuff to talk about today, so let's get started. Let's go over what we're going to be talking about on today's episode of MMA Minutes. We're going to be wrapping up our coverage of UFC 255, which happened this past weekend, highlighted by a title fight featuring Davison Figueredo versus Alex Perez for the Flyweight Championship of the World. The co-main event, which was Valentina Shevchenko versus Jennifer Meyer for the Women's Flyweight Championship of the World. And we'll also be going through other fights in that card, such as Mike Perry versus Tim Means and Joaquin Buckley versus Jordan Wright. We'll be talking about the recent news that's happened this past week in the world of MMA, such as Davison Figueredo's quick turnaround against Brandon Moreno for UFC 256, um, Peter Yan being out of UFC 256 for personal reasons, um, big fights being made like Tony Ferguson versus Charles Oliveira and Poirier versus McGregor finally being signed on to. Um, we'll also be discussing the December 19th and this weekend's upcoming card, um, Curtis Blades versus Derek Lewis. Last weekend's main event for UFC 255, which featured the flyweight champion Davison Figueredo defending his title against Alex Perez, was a very interesting main event, and we were going to have a lot to discuss. Davison Figueredo, the champion, the newly minted champion from Brazil of the flyweight division, submitted Alex Perez with the guillotine choke in under two minutes in the first round of their fight at UFC 255. I thought it was a very interesting fight because Davison Figueredo looked in complete control the whole time. He's a very big person for the flyweight division, and some people think his biggest problem is going to be making the weight and not defeating the opponents. He obviously neutralized Alex Perez's leg kick attack by coming out in a southpaw stance in the first round, and once he got the fight to the ground with a back trip, he, he won the fight via a guillotine choke. Some people thought Perez could have uh, got out of it, but Figueredo's tr- uh, grip was just absolutely too tight on the choke, and he choked him out and defended his belt. It was a very interesting main event, and I hope we'll see Figueredo back in action very soon defending his belt. The co-main event from last weekend was another flyweight championship. This time, it was in the women's flyweight division. Women's flyweight champion Valentina Shevchenko faced off against up-and-coming contender Jennifer Maya in a title fight that was one of the most lopsided odds coming into it in history. Shevchenko closed at a minus 2,000 favorite, which is the highest in a title fight ever in UFC history. But Maya showed that it was not that it was not all that far apart. She won one, the second round against Valentina Shevchenko, and many people were surprised. She clinched up against the cage and used her ground control to win the second round. But after that, Valentina was very dominant in all rounds of the fight. Obviously on the feet, but showed great prowess on the ground, which was usually her weak spot. She dominated Maya and won the fight 4-1, to one, defending her belt in a pretty dominant fashion, although it wasn't a very exciting fight. I would like to see Valentina Shevchenko face former women's strawweight champion Jessica Andrade next for the belt. She is the number one contender in the division. It would be a very good fight, even though I think Valentina will still win. Another interesting fight in the main card was Platinum Mike Perry versus Tim Means. The always interesting, always exciting, always controversial Platinum Mike Perry missed weight by 5 pounds before the bout in a move many many people were claiming unprofessional due to his lack of lack of care for his weight to make the weight and be professional he dabbed on the scale as a joke after missing the weight and some said he was eating burgers and pizza in in fight week which is very unprofessional for him to do he took the L to Tim Means in a unanimous decision loss after 3 rounds Tim Means outstruck Perry on the feet, although Perry did have some good moments, like almost submitting uh, Tim Means for his first ever submission win in the first round. Means weathered the storm and got the win against the unprofessional Perry, who many think 
should be dropped from the UFC due to his domestic violence allegations and the way he carries himself. Mike Perry is very interesting, but I don't know if he's going to have a place to fight as long as he keeps doing stuff like this. Let's talk about some other notables from UFC 255. First, we'll start off with Joaquin Buckley versus Jordan Wright. Joaquin Buckley, coming off of one of the most impressive knockouts in UFC history, made a quick turnaround in an almost as impressive performance, knocking out Jordan Wright with a bomb in his hands and slept him. It was a great punch, and it shows that Buckley can knock people out with his feet or his hands, quickly establishing himself as a favorite to watch in the UFC. Also, we have Brandon Moreno establishing his spot as the number one contender after a win over Brandon Royval. It was a controversial win as Royval's shoulder popped out, allowing Moreno to finish him for the victory, but many think Moreno was winning the fight anyways. The thing is, Moreno wants to fight Davis and Figueredo, and Figueredo agreed. Now they're having the fastest turnaround between a number one contender and a title holder in the world of UFC, a 21-day turnaround to fight a UFC 256 in December. That's going to be a great fight, but I think Figueredo is definitely going to dominate Moreno. Some interesting news that we learned in the MMA community late last week. Bantamweight champion Petr Jan from Russia is out against his title defense against number one contender Aljamain Sterling at UFC 256 for personal reasons. Peter stated that his, him, he was out of the fight for personal reasons and he hopes to fight Sterling sometime later in 2021. Sterling completely accepted this, and he said it was totally fine and that he would love to get back back in the octagon against Jan when Jan is ready. I think it's a classy move from Sterling, even though it must be annoying to be put off like that on your chance to fight for the title. You know what's going to happen. You have to respect someone like that who's giving you the opportunity to fight for their belt. Dana White broke this news at Saturday's press conference, and the media seemed a little disappointed. I am too, because I thought it was going to be a great fight, and I hoped Aljamain Sterling would finally get to win the title. Let's talk about some news that we learned this week as well. UFC 257's main event has been finalized, as Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier have come to terms and have agreed to their main event slot, fighting in the lightweight division in January. It's a huge fight for MMA, as this will be one of the largest selling pay-per-views of all time, many expect, due to McGregor and Poirier's star power. Some are expecting a different result than the first time around in 2014, when McGregor slept Poirier in the first round in what was known as the rise of Mystic Mac. Many think that Poirier has improved, but some also think that this may be a new and more motivated McGregor that we have ever seen before. I don't like to make predictions this early on, but I think McGregor is definitely going to get this victory. Poirier is good, but I think Conor McGregor is being underestimated, and I don't think people really realize how good this man is now that Habib Nurmagomedov has left the lightweight division. I'm predicting a McGregor win in round two. Another huge story from the world of MMA this week is that Tony Ferguson has agreed to fight Charles Oliveira at UFC 256 on December 12th. This is a big boost to that card, as it adds some real needed star power to a card that was previously lacking in it. It's a big step up for Charles Oliveira, as Tony Ferguson is one of the most deadly fighters in the lightweight division. Although, Oliveira is not to be slept on, as he is on a 7-fight win streak. This is going to be a very interesting fight, and it will no doubt produce sparks, as it is almost every time Tony Ferguson steps into that octagon. But, many think that Tony Ferguson is too high level for Charles Oliveira. I don't know if that's completely true, but what I do know is that Tony Ferguson is a man on a mission, 
after his loss to Gaethje, and I think he's going to get it done. But I think Charles Oliveira will make this fight closer than a lot of people are expecting. He's a very slept-on fighter, and I don't think he can go on a seven-fight win streak without, without being somewhat of a very, very, very strong fighter. Let's talk about some upcoming events in the world of MMA. This weekend, Derek Lewis, the Black Beast, takes on Curtis Blades in a fight that could have huge implications for the heavyweight division. Both men are red hot and at the top of the division, and whoever wins is looking to contend for maybe the next title shot after Francis Ngannou or a potential fight with John Jones. This could be a very interesting one, and Derek Lewis is always exciting to watch. Then, on December 5th, we get J- Jack Hermanson versus Kevin Holland in a middleweight bout that's a huge step up for Holland and could potentially put him as a fighter of the year candidate if he pulls off the win. Holland, obviously, is a replacement for the Englishman Darren Till, who had to pull out with complications due to an injury that he suffered early this year against Robert Whitaker. Then, on December 19th, in one of the most and one of the best fight night cards of the year, Hazmat Chamayev, the red hot prospect from Sweden, takes on welterweight top contender Leon Edwards in a fight that is sure to be exciting and could potentially legitimize Chamayev as one of the greatest prospects we have ever seen in the sport of MMA, with the fastest rise to the top in a while. Then, also on that card, we have Cheeto Vera taking on. Jose Aldo and Stephen Wonderboy Thompson taking on Geoff Neal in two great fights that could be very fun to watch. That's it for today. Thank you for watching MMA Minutes. Have a nice day.